All right, welcome to the Super Wild Card Edition, or almost post Wild Card Edition of the Pro Football Doc Podcast. Recording this Monday morning Pacific time before the final game, Dallas Cowboys at Tampa Bay Bucks after the five games, and have the usual cast of characters here. Jacob's here, Taylor's here, Justin's lurking in the background, ready to jump in, producing. And, uh, you know, we deal with injuries a lot. First of all, it's a fun set of games, uh, et cetera. Deal with lots of injuries. We came into the weekend with these five games. There's a sixth to go with three teams that were, quote, yellow on the team six scores. And then there were none. Uh, Miami put up a good fight. They were yellow. They're out. Uh, Ravens put up a reasonable fight. They were yellow. They're out. Don't worry, Doc. We'll get to the Ravens. We got a lot to talk about. So, Chargers. <laughs> Teasing that for later. <laughs> didn't put up such a good fight. Well, first half put up a great fight. They're out. So, all green teams. But we still have lots to talk about in terms of injuries here. And uh, we'll get to it in, uh, in some of these uh, games. But per usual, I'm lazy. I'll let Jacob lead the, lead the way here. Uh, as we talk about Super Wildcard Weekend. By the way, when did they reinsert Super into the Wildcard Weekend? What this was year, that about? This year, yeah, when just, they added yeah. the extra team, yeah. and then there's a Monday game, all that stuff. So, so now it became yeah. Super. Yeah. And then okay. it's just regular division round weekend. It's lazy, but, I mean, it works, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Let's get to some of the games, matchups, and breakdowns. And I know we're going to have a big Lamar conversation. Yeah. And I'd love the chance to clarify my thoughts on that. Uh, I'm not attacking Lamar. I'm not defending him. I'm just trying to, I don't know. You're wading through the information. That's all. Obviously, I'm old guy in the room. I get reminded of it all the time. You guys know the show Dragnet? Yeah, they're actually. Yeah, like, you ever seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it with yeah. my grandma, though. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> Yeah. What's your oh. review? <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to bond with her, right? Yeah. <laughs> Dragnet quote. Yes. Just the facts, ma'am. Yeah. I mean, on Lamar. <laughs> okay, I got it in there. No one else. No one else understood the reference, but okay, okay. Who had over under three minutes for a Dragnet reference? That's... Wow. <laughs> you heard that, Doc, wasn't he? When's your review? <laughs> Group review now, right? <laughs> too, too soon, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Monday night game, we'll touch on it real quick. We got a preview up on the website, but the big uh, big injury angle for that one is the return of Ryan Jensen um, after missing the entire regular season injury and training camp. Uh, no, we're not expecting a ton out of him in his first in his season debut. I mean, Robert Robert Hainsey, the backup, has a hamstring, so that kind of factors into why he was activated too. Mm-hmm. Here's what I would say. We still don't even know exactly what his injury was. They've right. never said. They never revealed. Correct. It was second day of training camp. Grainy video, right? Not the best. He has been practicing for his second week. Is the game of football that easy? You're in football shape in two weeks, and you're going to be in postseason form. I mean, look, Ryan Jensen, excellent player. Ryan Jensen, a little bit rusty, not in full shape, not in full form, better than Hainsey injured or center three so i think it's an upgrade for the bucks but i i don't know that you can say that tom brady will have a clean pocket and no up the middle pressure and mm-hmm. i don't think it's that simple i think it's a lot simpler for tyler Baidez mm-hmm. to return for the cowboys and he's returning early 
ankle and knee. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that solidifies the Cowboys' offensive line because no more Connor McGovern shift. And anytime you start right. shifting around, Terrence Steele out, you know, the whole deal. You don't um, have to start Jason Peters. Yeah. I mean, the bottom line is, is I think if you're going by offensive line, Tyler Bidez returning is a bigger deal than Ryan Jensen returning in my mind. That's good to know. Yeah. And um, look, can Tom get it done? 45, the, the Cowboys don't have cornerback depth. That's probably the weakness. Vita Vea is probably not going to play or be effective. He's not been that good this year. It's calf. It's hard. Look, it's playoff time. It's ready to go. I'll give you an example. I think I have more confidence in Tyler Baidez than Ryan Jensen. Yesterday, I was wrong. I was wrong more than once. But beginning of the week when we were talking, I said, boy, Vikings, they're vulnerable. Their center two got injured. They'll be on center three and their right tackle. Brian O'Neill recently injured. Mm -hmm. And then Taylor did a good job reminding me Bradbury could be back. And indeed he was. And I sort of took the cheese. Bradbury's back. That's going to solidify their offense. Stay with the Vikings. It's But Bradbury got beat up. He wasn't ready. Mm -hmm. That was a... Uh, Bradbury at less than 100% is better than center three, so let's go and let's try. They had problems up the middle there. You right. saw he got beat a lot up the middle, yep. and that was the difference there. And I probably underestimated Adoree Jackson. I thought he would struggle first game back. I thought he was being pushed back, and then Justin Jefferson match it would be good. Instead, he locked him down, and instead it was, it was Bradbury that's being pushed back. I, I get the feeling Jensen is being pushed back, not in an evil or bad way, but – he says, yeah, I'll give it a try. I'm, I'm 75%, but I'll give it a try. So he's got a lower six score. I'm not, you know, it's better than center three, but I, I don't think you can expect, expect the normal Ryan Jensen. Well, Jackson was interesting too, because he was not just like questionable and like, you know, doubtful, like little stairs to the status. He was doubtful last week. So it was like, it's an interesting jump to go to that performance right against Justin yeah. Jefferson as well. Like you said. So. Yeah, but he did, he did well. And then, yep. uh, you know, look, Ryan Jensen, can you even get used to wearing a diaper in two weeks? Just joking. <laughs> <laughs> just having fun. Look, he's brainwashed into that now, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's fine with that. No yep. big deal. It's all good. All good. Well, let's stick with the offensive line. Uh, big one. Probably biggest injury of the wildcard weekend is uh, Jonah Williams, the left uh, kneecap subluxation, had the same thing on his right side uh, in week five, but returned with a brace. Didn't return to this one. He's in crutches and a soft brace. Any chance for him or Alex Kappa next week? Well, to be fair, I think the report was one crutch. Right. Mm -hmm. One crutch. On the side. Yeah. So right. he is putting weight on it. Uh, he did, quote, walk off in the locker room. But that's one where the pro football docs, we looked at it and said that's a – patella we called it subluxation what's the difference between subluxation and dislocation dislocation medically is that it's out and stays out subluxation is it went out and it went back, back in, in. Yep. i didn't think it needed to be reduced so that's why we called it subluxation the rap sheet report said dislocation fine line difference either way left knee outside leg tough to return even though in week five or six he had a more transient patella shift, not as bad as this one. He returned with a brace the same games. So he's tough. I don't want to count him out, but this is worse, and I don't see him being able to play or be effective this week. If the Bengals can move on, you know, each week they move on, and they he's got a better chance. But that game, 
I mean, we're worried about right tackle Leo Collins, Alex Kappa not playing. Leo Collins is done for the season. Alex Kappa, I do not think will make it back this mm-hmm. next week either. Right. So now you've got sixty percent of the Bengals' offensive line shifted, and the bookends, which is and huge. the bookends, yeah. and 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 look, Jonah Williams before he was injured got left on an island. All the protection was shifted to the right. They said, Jonah, you're on your own. He, you know, gave up a little bit there. Uh, he, he hasn't been playing well all year. He's given up 12 sacks from that position. So it's he was the mainstay. What? But uh, I mean, this offensive line. The one thing that's different from the Cowboys, I would say, is there's no like real shift. But like you said, now you're just on the second just string. Replacements on multi- at three multiple, spots, yeah, yeah, which is huge. Yeah. Well, when you really get down to it, the Achilles heel of the Bengals is the offensive line right now. It was last year as well. Yeah. And with the new injuries, uh, week 17, new injury. Week 18, new injury. Wild card, new injury. Well, what would you say? Week 17, week, they week didn't 16, play. And it, and was, it was every single week. Yeah, remember that one week. Yeah. Still throwing us off, but yes. 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 Every, there, there was that canceled game yes. right, that they skipped. But so every single week, game they're playing, they're, miss, they're losing an offensive The last line. three yeah. games. Yep. Week 16, sorry. The week 17, DeMar Hamlin cancellation week 18 yes and then the playoffs um but the bills it's about the the secondary Mm -hmm. Travis white is getting better each week not there demar hamlin i was surprised a little bit he didn't wasn't at the game but good good on him i have a question about that doc they said he's still on oxygen and that's part of the reason he wasn't at the game is that at all concerning normal well it's it certainly shows what we said. It's more than just commotion cordis. Right, right. And there's some lung issue. Right. Does I do I mean there's a genetic lung issue? No. Do I? It could could be. It is a genetic. No. I'm saying that there was some damage to his lungs, whether it was the hit, whether it was the CPR itself, whether it was during the CPR he aspirated a little bit or something where. The bottom line is that's why he was proning and intubate, intubated for so long. Right. And there's something with his lungs. And I'm not saying it's pre-existing and in no way, shape, or form am I saying vaccine. In no way, shape, or form is saying it's genetic. He's on a little bit of oxygen. Not unusual. Um, he was able to yeah. visit him in the team facility, so it's not like he's constantly on it. They're just Yeah, and it may have been a decision by, by Hamlin. You know, let's say, look, I want the attention to be on the game. He seems like that kind of kid. Right. Really I does, mean, yes. yeah, he seems like that kind of kid. I mean, maybe the, I mean, I thought there was a chance they would rally behind him and let him do the coin toss and all that stuff. And then maybe not be on the sidelines because just in case he gets run into on the sideline again, you know, put you, him you up him. in the box yeah, yeah. kind of deal. But yeah. But this you know, week, right? I, I, I don't, I don't know him at all. This week's game. I, I don't know him That'd at be all. Nice. Okay. But I could see him saying, yeah, let's not make it about me and distraction. Okay. And let's, focus on the game and i can watch from i just think like storyline wise this would be the game to go to because yeah. right, this is the team they played right when he was injured so but if you're saying that then i don't see him playing with your thought process right like oh playing no i mean not playing being out there with yeah, the team being Sorry, present yeah, and yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 i mean yeah. yeah let's not get circus and let's not have t, no, t- no. higgins demar hamlin at the coin flip right I mean, that's not, what i'm saying let's not go circus uh, you, NFL seems like they would go that route but like you said they're it looks like they're playing it you know soft right now so. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll see what happens. There's but, plenty else to talk to talk about with that game. But, so but Mika well Hyde is too. not impossible. Yeah, this next week that's the big one for them. Yeah, it's on. not impossible against the Bengals. His backup did get a pick, Dean Marlowe. It's uh, Hamlin's backup. Right. He, that was a key uh, thing for them to get to because he was on the Bills before and they traded him from a you know a different team during the season. But 
the longer the Bills go, the more chance Mika High has returned. And he was written off during the season. And we said, no, he's got a chance. Playoffs. I just don't think they need to rush him necessarily, right? I, let, I, me, let me tell you, yeah. this recovery, like it's neck surgery. And everyone's like, oh, my God. I, okay? I had a raised eyebrow when you told me he could be back in the playoffs. So I was like, what, three well, months the way, after the neck he surgery? Talked, the way he talked right after the injury, yeah. I remember was watching it when we were looking at this stuff. He, he, he thought he was done for this season, too. He, yeah. he assumed that as well. But, yeah. Well, I mean – Having worked in the NFL, I've seen the comebacks before, and and yep. and I've had that surgery. I don't know if you can see. Right. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, you're waiting for the spine to fuse okay. and be okay. But guess what? He's been able to work out and run and do everything. So his ramp up is actually easier than the ramp up of Ryan Jensen's. Everyone's more afraid of Mika Hyde's clearance because it's neck. Fewer people are worried about Ryan Jensen returning, but it's harder knee because you, you can't fully work out and do everything, right? Whereas Mika Hyde's been doing everything, weight room, working out, training, doing everything. So I think it's potentially a quicker ramp up. So Just I the green light rather than... I yeah. still think that... that he's likely to return and we'll, we'll, we'll see. And, and some of it maybe is, you know, what does the team need? And of course they'll be careful with them because it's a neck, but I th- still think he can. Dane Jackson, we got to look at the all 22. We have yeah. it off camera. We right, didn't see right anything. Yeah. And what about the other kid that run into uh friendly fire? Uh, um, Elam was it? Elam. Higher Elam left yeah, late, he, but they said, they yeah, said leg fine. cramps. So they, they assumed he'd be okay. For he was talking game. after the game. He was, yeah. Yeah. I think he's fine. Um, so that's where it is. And the bigger concern is the Bengals offensive line than the Bills secondary. Mm-hmm. Let's stick in the AFC Jaguars chiefs. Jaguars had the incredible comeback, uh, playoff Jameis Winston with Trevor Lawrence four four touchdowns, five picks. That's pretty incredible that they're moving on, but, uh, issues are the same for them. Lack of Cam Robinson, um, saw how the Chargers exploited that. So we'll, it'll be interesting to see how the chiefs attack that. I mean, it's another one where I was wrong. I, I don't think I was being a homer taking the Chargers. I actually don't try and root like that. I mean, I have some friends still on the team, and I want them to do well, just like some other teams. But I just thought with Joey Bosa back and Khalil Mack there and Cam Robinson not there, which way do you swing swing the protection? And then right. Jacksonville would be vulnerable. And I thought in the first half they were vulnerable. But <laughs> it's shocking to me to overcome plus five in turnovers or have plus five in turnovers and lose. We talked about it. It's, it, only happened one, it only happened once, the 2014 Seahawks yep. game in championship, yeah. Uh, it, the, minus three on turnovers is a 95% loss. Right. I don't care if it's Texans versus Chiefs. You know, I mean, it's... <laughs> That's the numbers. Yeah. It's, it's crazy it was that. But, you know, the other thing that... I don't know if I want to fully get into it. It's all right. There's it's plenty of charges talking, plenty of Ravens talk, but... the. The two personal fouls on Joey Bosa kind of were the t- the turning point in that game. You cannot have the penalties, period. 30, end of, 30 yards. Yeah, end of discussion. And the going for two was a matter of going to the one-yard line. Right. Trevor Lawrence doesn't reach out like that from the two. It's a different yep. deal. And uh, then worst case, it's a tie, right? And then see – overtime but it also changed the momentum look you got to be smarter you can't take your helmet off to get some, and then i think you pointed out that was the head coach that yeah handed it back Stay, to him. Staley handed it right back to him mm-hmm. and they slammed it again yep but i think, <laughs> the, pen- up, yeah. but I think the penalty was already called yeah, right? yes. yeah he was trying to like yeah yeah and so 
you can't take off your helmet. Right. Uh, agree or disagree, you can't take off your helmet. And much it's that's what it is. And then um, I didn't love how the, his first penalty went down. And I don't know, Justin can show it. Look, I have no idea what Joey Bosa said. And he might have deserved the flag. But I'll give you a baseball analogy. Right. You guys are baseball guys. You're not supposed to argue balls and strikes. Okay. But if you walk away from the umpire after you got called out, punched out, and you're not even turned or facing to him, and you say some things that are not appropriate, I don't begrudge the umpire for just tossing you. But if the umpire runs up to the player and goes face-to-face and does a what-did-you-say-I-dare-you-to-say-it-again type of posture, and then the player either says it again or says, you heard me, or whatever the player says after being confronted and then gets tossed, I think that's the umpire inserting himself into the game. If you want to toss him, toss him. I mean, why did you need to go up and challenge him and then toss, then penalize him in this case? I thought the referee went up and challenged him. I don't even know the referee's name. Yeah. And but, so, I, and I don't know what Joey said. Maybe it was all justified. Uh, you know, the, the whole thing. Maybe the truth is, uh, Joey, you better not do that again. I'm giving you a, a second chance. And then he did it. And then in that case, I might change my mind. Right. But, but even then, I might have, preferred that the umpire run up next to Joey and said, I'm giving you a fair warning instead of the face-to-face confrontational, that's an escalation thing that I don't need that know that we need to do. And then it's fair to ask, did Bosa not get a lot of calls after that? Now, I don't know. I'm not a referee. I mean, that was a holding at the end. We all know that. So, <laughs> whatever. But. Well, a lot of holdings get missed. <laughs> yeah, true. And, and I, I get it. Know. Look, so I'm not defending Bosa, and I'm not pining over the Chargers. I'm just, right. you know, in some ways, if it's our injury thing more <laughs> that they're out. But um, I feel bad for some of the guys that I know. But I, I didn't think that was necessary. But that's just that's just me. I won't say who. There were there were a lot of there's a lot of different ways to handle the referees handle things. For example. Uh, there are times the referees would say, guys, I really need to get you to get off the white. I don't want to have to penalize you. And there are ones that are like, get off the effing white. I'm going to kick you out of the game. You know, like yeah. there are ways to like do things and be effective. Right. Or just say, look, you guys will stand there if you want. But if I brush up against any of you, I'm going to have to call the penalty. Right. Or go get to the get back coach. And, and you know, there's different ways to handle things and and i don't know yeah you shouldn't be on the white i get it but players and coaches get up there all the time right and and, you know uh, just picking and choosing when you want to be an ass i think yeah that's not really how you should be refing a game right yeah refing needs consistency (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, whatever i'm not trying to bang on that i'm not saying that's what caused the game although the chargers look (sighs) plus five on turnovers i don't care what the refs did you should (laughs) have won that game i mean yeah Uh, There's missed field goal. There's multiple things that were the factors. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting that all this Staley's going to get fired talk. Do you want to give people money right now or should you save it just for me? (laughs) (laughs) Locker room doesn't seem to want it. Justin Herbert doesn't seem to want it. That's the, that's a 
key part, I don't think. Yeah, but here's the thing. Justin Herbert, first of all, unless you just hate the coach, you know, in general, you yeah. like the continuity. Yeah, right. And to say to say something supportive of the coach, you could argue is good leadership. So maybe Herbert really likes him. He already had a change with Lynn already. I don't think, like you said, I don't think quarterbacks want three coaches in their first five years in the league or right. four. Right. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, it's meaningful. I mean, Staley got criticized for leaving Herbert in the game thirty-eight ten with the Jacksonville Jaguars. He got criticized for leaving Mike Williams. And Herbert in the game later than maybe perhaps other people wanted him to in Denver is what it is. I, I don't the way that how he was hired, and I'm not going down the path of the Chargers are cheap and this, that, the other. And that's not it at all. Looking at the dynamics of management and leadership and the way that organizations go, I, I don't see Staley being fired over over this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's shared blame and I think the blame will be shared and I don't think you'll be fired over this. You want to go back just back to the Jaguars game? I did want to mention yeah. um, they do have those issues with the left tackle and left guard has been out all year. Um, Frank Clark has a minor groin um, issue. The one thing I think that would counteract that if they do don't have him is that you can move Chris Jones over to um, D end, which is what they do a lot of times. So that is something, like you said, that boasts a thing. They're another The next team that they're playing, the Chiefs should be able to hit that in some way, I would say, right? Yeah, but week 18, remind me, the Chiefs have much to play for? No. Oh, well, they, they won and got the, the number one seed. They could. Out they of could it was the Saturday yeah. game against the Raiders. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and was it early or late for Frank Clark? Early-ish. It was early, and they yeah. kind of held him a little. It, and Reed already said it's minor. He's not, it was, I, yeah, I think yeah. it's going to be minor. Yeah. I mean, uh, you, you're going to be very careful in week 18 yeah. when, when you know you're coming to playoffs, and you had the bye week. Um I think the bigger issue there is going to be Cam Robinson and the, and the left guard. Uh, the 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 Chiefs are among the healthier squads, so yeah, yeah this is he- probably two of the healthiest teams in the playoffs. Two of the healthiest teams in this matchup. Yeah, yeah, we'll see how much we see Miko Hardman, but it doesn't seem like they need him a ton with Kadarius Tony active and involved in the passing game, running game, all that. He hasn't stuff, played so. since uh, November six, and he had a reaggravation when he was getting back. So, like you said, though, Tony's right. been doing a lot of the gadget work that Hardman was doing. Okay. Uh, probably the biggest in- injury angle matchup, um, depending on what happens to Cowboys Bucks going against the Niners. But Giants Eagles is the biggest uh, Saturday game going on. Uh, Lane Johnson trying to struggle through the abdomen, put off surgery, and and wait till the core offseason. Core, yeah. Sorry, core muscle. Yeah. Sports so, hernia. Um, pro bowler. See, let's see if he's up to that caliber in the playoffs. That'll be interesting. I'm much more worried about Lane Johnson than Jalen Hurts. Really not worried about Jalen Hurts. All this talk of he was really sore. I expect full RPO compliments. If he is sore, injection. This is playoffs. Let's go. Uh, Rust, more worry than the shoulder. More worry about Lane Johnson. All pro pro Lane Johnson, by the way. He was an all pro right tackle this year. All pro Lane. Lane Johnson is playing. Is all pro Lane Johnson yes, playing? That's the, is the, that's question. the question. Yeah, <laughs> Lane Johnson's playing, um, and we still don't know if it's right or left. I think it'd be worse if it's left. This is anchor side, mm-hmm. but uh, at least he's not an open field guy. Open field, very hard to open up. He's a beast uh, as well. He does play through injuries for. He's going to play through. Yeah. I have no <laughs> yeah. doubt he's going to play through. The question is: Is it? All pro Lane Johnson or Pro Bowl Lane Johnson or Pro Bowl alternate Lane Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we 
which yeah. Lane Johnson is it? Is yes. the question mark. But confidence on Jalen Hurts. Dory Jackson, we talked about, he played better mm-hmm. than we thought. Um, Avante Maddox is the interesting one, too, for the Eagles in the secondary. Missed the uh, last couple of weeks with a turf toe. But um, yeah, I'm not sure, they... but I mean, uh, CJ Gardner Johnson. Yeah, they got they yeah. got two big people back in that. Uh, Robert, Quinn. Quinn. Robert Quinn, Robert Quinn, CJ Gardner Johnson. Yeah. So. Those are okay, but Avante Maddox still iffy, I think. And um, since we're talking old guys, congratulations to the Giants. Mm-hmm. They beat you. Probably guys are mad because San Diego State Kevin O'Connell. We were a little upset. <laughs> we were a little upset. Um, but as much grief as Dave Gettleman got, you know, analytics being old guy and this, that, the other, and as much credit as Brian Dable and the current regime deserves, you know, bringing in that Buffalo practice squad kid and, you know, getting something out of him when they, had, yeah, when they didn't receiver. have any yep. pass catchers yes. and the whole deal. But let's look real briefly at Gettleman's picks. Who were his first round? Okay, just do the first rounders. All right, 2018, Saquon Barkley. Is he good? <laughs> Obviously. Okay. Yeah, he, I know. He went higher than expected. You're not supposed to draft a running back that he was, high. He's supposed he, to be he quarterback. Was, they talk crap about that, him doing that as who, well. Who are yeah. the other quarterbacks I'll that year for him. Uh, that they could have gotten instead? I forget. But, um, I mean, it was either the talk of the time was Saquon number two mm-hmm. or uh, you'll look it up. Um, the next year, what did he get? Um, next year, sorry, there's so many different yeah. things. Uh, Daniel Jones at six, which a little bit iffy at times, but this year has done very well. Yep, yep. Uh, the running, Jones. the running. Thing Let's is, put it this way: yep. without Saquon, they don't win against the Vikings. Without Daniel Jones, they don't win against the Vikings. Correct. And Andrew Thomas is one of them. Andrew Thomas. Um, this is there's three um, this year as well. First rounders. Um, they had Dexter Lawrence, who's a key part of their defense. He's gonna tackle. get a massive yep. extension. <laughs> He's very very good. And then the one that maybe didn't pan out or didn't. Uh, DeAndre Baker. He him and another player were arrested uh, and they left up the team. Yes, yeah. correct. Um, Andrew Thomas is next. In uh, if you want to go to second round, the next pick on this one is Xavier McKinney, also a key part of the team as yeah. well. <laughs> Big to have him back from that broken hand for the old guy. That got a lot of grief with the Giants. It's recency yeah. bias because his last one was Tony. So that's why everybody's like, oh, you had a bad draft before you went out. I mean, he looks, looks pretty he, good, he healthy has, on the Chiefs. He has, so. Yeah, he has built, um, building blocks for their success. Is as as yeah. much as you give Daywell credit, I, I think you got to say Gettleman uh, in some ways hooked him up a little bit too, right? I mean, in the end. Well, what do you think that people are saying? The only thing I've been saying is that Giants did have this exact roster last year. And is it also a little bit Dable or do you, how? Oh, do, I'm sure yeah, it's yeah, a, oh, yeah, 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 no yeah. question. I'm yeah. not saying it's not Dable, but yeah. I'm, I, I, it's not all. Yeah. I mean, I think when Gettleman left, he was kind of almost run out of town and thought he was past sure. his prime. In the, and look, uh, if the Giants, he gets a little bit of credit for this. And this is what I always say you can't, right? You cannot dra- judge a draft class until multiple years down the road, it, right? Yes. Yeah. You cannot declare success of a surgery after it's done. I mean, <laughs> oh, it's successful surgery. Well, that's the proof's in the pudding down the road, right? Um, no one comes out of a draft saying, uh, we didn't get what we wanted. That was no good. Everyone's out, it's a success, but you can't judge that till later. Same with surgery. No, nobody's coming out saying mm, the surgery was iffy. We're not so sure. Yeah. It's always declared a success. So uh, time will tell. That's what I was just pointing out on Giants. You know, I mean, uh, history, as you look back, 
Gentlemen might have done okay. I mean, or at least contributed to the Giants in this playoffs yes. in some way. Yeah, that's no, Quan Barkley draft twenty eighteen. Baker Mayfield went one. Sam yes. Darnold went three. Josh Allen seven. Bradley Chubb five. So yeah, there's... so there were, there was three big guys that they could have got at the QB position. So, so yeah. I mean, look, if you would have taken Sam Darnold, you'd say. You no, met, Saquon, yeah. good job. If you would have taken Josh Allen, you probably would have said, "Yeah, don't take Saquon." <laughs> but that's revisionist. For sure, Lamar went thirty-two, so the hindsight's twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> you know, it's it's hard to say that that was bad. I mean, it was solid. It was good. Um, you know, if you would have taken Josh Allen, you might have gotten great. But then again, scheme and system and whatever, it's hard to say. Also, what if um, kind of like added to this too is that the new regime did draft Thibodeau and Neal, who are like automatic starters. You know, this like the, the ones that we all mentioned did take a couple years, and then we had Barkley with no nothing for a year and a half. So I will admit that maybe they, they did get out a lot of the stuff now, but I think you're right that it's a little buried that he, building blocks were there before. Right. Was there. That was him setting them up. Yes. Yeah. 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 He played a role. Let's just yeah. say that. That's it. Yes. Uh, no, absolutely. Well, right. since, since we're on the 2018 draft, we might as well go Lamar, right? Okay. We, we're going to have the rest of those uh, playoff previews up on the website. We, That's how uh, we drew it up. Talk yeah. Through them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trying to find a way to get back to Lamar. All, all roads lead to Lamar. A uh, couple couple quotes. I mean, there's a lot to unpack from this, but Marlon Humphrey, um, speaking of after the game, said, oh, I'm not sure, not sure if I'm supposed to say this, but we've all seen him limping around the facility. So it's kind of crazy that there was talk that he should have played. Okay, um, let me do a little mini soliloquy and then I'll get back to answering the question. Mm-hmm. I have never met Lamar. I have not been one bit critical of Lamar, just the facts. I defended Lamar when media approached me in late December about, does this have to do with the contract? I'm like, no, this has to do with the PCL. He's not 100%. You want to get right for the playoffs, this, that, the other. And December 3rd, I still remember in this room here, in the war room, we talked about his in-game PCL, et cetera. And week 17, we didn't play, I defended him. Week 18, didn't expect him to play because it's all about the playoffs. They're arresting uh, Mark Andrews, J.K. Dobbins, Tyler Huntley even rested against the Bengals. But I said when... If he doesn't play for the playoffs or try, it was fair to discuss whether the contract played a role. I didn't say he's not, he's dogging it. It is completely unfair to say Lamar doesn't have an injury. He has a real injury. Right. It's unfair to say that he's completely dogging it and faking it. It is fair to question what role the contract plays in this when you're not 100%. Mm-hmm. Now, I, and here at Six Score, we expected him to try and play the playoffs. But we said his Six Score was 74. Good from the pocket, maybe not explosive on his runs, can't be the same guy, but better option than Tyler Huntley, we expected him to play. Right. He didn't play. That's fine. He said it was a grade two PCL. Borderline grade three. He said it a little differently, but if that's the case, it's fair to ask the Ravens, why didn't you put him on injured reserve? You know he wasn't playing for at least four weeks. Fair question. Mm-hmm. And the Ravens not putting him in injured reserve almost makes him look bad, especially with the weekly, is he playing, is he not? There was a buildup to this. All the questions were being asked. So think right. about this. If he got put on injured reserve, 
and just didn't get taken off injured reserve, would there be all this Lamar criticism? No, no. If he got put on injured reserve and got activated to a practice window after his four weeks and didn't play, would there be the extent of this criticism? No, because you would still feel like he's trying to get out there. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So there's other factors into this, not just pointing the finger at Lamar. Is it fair for Lamar to say, I saw Robert Griffin thing. I ruined my career, da-da-da, ACL, LC. Well, first of all, it's different. This is a PCL. Secondly, is Lamar's knee unstable still? Yes, 100%. Grade 2 PCL gives you some laxity and residual laxity that will be with him for essentially the rest of his life and playing career. It doesn't mean he cannot return to full force and be Lamar. We don't believe he's 100% today. But yes, his knee has some laxity or instability. Could he play a brace and mitigate that? Maybe. But we all know a brace slows you down and, and he can't be as effective. And in some ways, Lamar shouldn't be criticized because you'd say maybe what he's really saying is a closer to healthy Tyler Huntley is better for the team than me. You know, uh, maybe he's actually being the bigger man. So I'm not being critical of Lamar. All I'm saying is fair to ask the question. If he had a long-term contract, would he be, would the same decisions be made? Mm -hmm. Maybe the answer is yes. Maybe he doesn't want to jeopardize because he doesn't have a long-term deal. And now you see some of the the tweets and the Instagram and the questions. Did you see what Michael Vick said? He said, just throw a brace on there. It's only, you only got three games to go. Yeah. And, and it's easy for as much as I said, Robert Griffin, you can't compare. I'd say, Michael Vick, you're not in his shoes. I get it. Vick was mobile, but I'm with Vick in that I was the optics of this doesn't look good. Mm -hmm. He didn't even LP. Right, he wasn't out there. It wasn't close. It seemed like. Well, what about not uh, going to the game as well? Can you That's talk about that? Is that yeah. Does do teams have different policies on injured players traveling? Does that say anything about? Here's what I'd say about teams? this from the outside. Once again, I'm not waffling. Right. I'm just trying to be fair. Just the facts. Right. Some teams don't travel injured players. Some teams do. Some teams will make exceptions for players that want to go. Mm-hmm. I would not even discuss it if Lamar did not travel to Cincinnati in week 18 and did not return to travel for this playoff game. A case could easily be made that the swelling on a flight, yes, you can mitigate it by wrapping the knee, blah, blah, blah. And the swelling for standing for four hours on a sideline isn't worth the setback. I get it. Mm -hmm. But you did it week 18. So what changed in the playoffs? I think that's a fair question. Is what changed that Lamar's upset at the way that he's being treated? It's possible to postulate that. Did it change because the team said, or Lamar decided, now I'm a distraction, and I just want to be away and not be a distraction for the boys that are there? It's possible. It does not always anger related to the, you know, I'm not with my team. Sometimes it's about, no, I want the focus to be on them. And look, I know I'm going to stand there. The camera's going to be on me the whole time. Uh, kind of. So there's other things that play into it. 
But I think it's fair to ask the question because he went on week in week 18. That's all. Right. And until you know what really happened in the whole thing, look, it surprised me. John Harbaugh has had a firm grip on that team for a long time. And he, he talks to media. He's you can see his frustration and like <laughs> he doesn't. I don't, I'm not a big fan of those uh, between quarter interviews. No coach wants to do it. It's <laughs> oh, just so awkward. <laughs> uh, but you know, I also thought it was. I see some cracks in the Ravens' armor here about keeping things in house, right? I mean, Coach Harbaugh saying he was supposed to stay low on that one. Tyler yeah, Huntley. Tyler Huntley sneak. He said we didn't execute right. He was supposed to go low. He chose to go high. I think he could have stopped at we didn't execute right. We didn't yeah, score. He didn't need to say detail. <laughs> right? He could have stopped, right? Uh, we didn't execute right. We didn't score, right? Um, you didn't need to go to the next step. And J.K. Dobbins doesn't need to say, where, where am I? Look, I would say J.K. Dobbins got one touch within the five within the five yard line and scored. Why isn't Dobbins? I would I would allow Dobbins to do that because he's a f- upset for like he wants to help his team more and he's upset why you didn't give him touches. He I don't looked, think he was talking crap much about the game plan as much. All, his, all his knee stuff, he looked to the layman as the most dynamic player on that field when he touched the ball. And kudos to him because his knee did not look. I don't even know that he's hundred percent. Yeah. So he's got to wait. He look look. look if cut on the right leg. Look if if he were a if there was a, a twenty two game season instead of seventeen game, we might lose. We might have lost the prop. No, for sure, Doc. You're I totally mean, right about that. He's coming form very Came well. Back with a vengeance. He yeah. had a hundred yard, hundred and five yards from scrimmage. Forty three yep. yards receiving. Sixty two like. He was the most dynamic player on both sides. 13 just, carries for just, 62 yards. It just, I don't know. And he had Edwards getting 12 carries, one more, one less than him. And he was 3.3 yards per carry, 39. It just, I don't know. It didn't, I agree. I get more of Dobbins grievance than um, Harbaugh because Harbaugh could have definitely stopped and said, oh, because remember the basketball thing with a bead and Simmons, Simmons clearly didn't go for a layup. And in the press conference after he said, oh, that um, he shouldn't have went this way. He should have been like, oh, he didn't execute the play or yeah. he didn't do what. But like there's sometimes you take a step further and you get too detailed on what happened. Maybe Dobbins but. had the better answer to me. He said he. Tyler Huntley shouldn't have been in that position. It should have been me getting the ball. <laughs> Which is oh, that, that's, that's, that's a fair yeah, answer, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, that's wanting the ball. That's wanting to take this, the the shot to win the game or right. lose the game, right? Right, right. The other thing is <clears throat> situational football. Trevor Lawrence can reach. Yeah. A, he was from the one. B much bigger the two person. Point, yeah, bigger person. <laughs> yeah. We could also argue riskier because he reached with one hand. You're right. right. You're right. However, that was equivalent of a do or die fourth down. Once you going for it for the two points from the one, not from the two, from the one, it you have one shot of scoring and there's no turnover if you don't. Whereas that wasn't fourth down. It was second mm-hmm. down, I believe. Mm-hmm. So if you're a little short, you're a little short. That's okay. <laughs> you still can have third down and maybe fourth down. Right. What you can't do is fumble. Now, to his credit, he used two hands. Yeah. Uh, Trevor right. Lawrence only used and, one. And let's but... not discount the play of Logan Wilson going directly for the ball, too. You don't expect the middle linebacker to be ball hawking like that. That was an incredible play. Well, here's the other thing, especially if it's um, not fourth down. I could see using two hands in quickly going for it and, and then pull pulling it back. back. Yeah. Did, I, did I cross the plane? If I didn't, great. If not, okay, right. I'm still good, right. right? I still have retention of the ball. 
but he put it out there and held it out there. So Logan Wilson wasn't well, he just slapped, he it wasn't it like out, yeah. he held it out and instantaneously got it knocked out. He held it out and he kept it out yeah, there and they just punched at exactly. it, right? Yeah. And then uh do you think that was a block on the back on Mark Andrews? No. He was already diving. A uh, little. Is but it I mean, like, that's the kind of stuff like yeah, you said that gets diagonal get called really, right? It wasn't in the back, it was diagonal to the shoulder ish. I don't know. Depends it depends is, what is, fan is, you are. Is the dress blue or purple? Whatever. Gold or purple or gold or whatever yeah. that thing is. <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. I mean I mean, uh he does influence him. Yeah. I mean, uh I don't know. I mean, the hand is on the back. I don't know. I, do, do we have any next gen where the referee was? I mean, <laughs> I doubt they're sprinting all the way back to be. I don't know. I mean, they're that, supposed but to, but they're I mean, supposed to. I mean, how close were they? A and B. How close are you able to pay attention if you're chugging at full speed trying to run just to catch up to the play? Right. Give I me, mean, give me some ref cams. That's what yeah, I want. It's tough. You know, here's the thing that I think goes unnoticed. There are ref cams. Like, how many times this weekend was there a quick correction? And there was the impression that it was on field. We've changed the call. No, it was not. New York calling right. in saying, change the call. That's some good PR. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, the official ruling on the field After is. Discussion. No, the official ruling from New York was yeah. don't go down this path. This is a, you know, whatever, whatever. I don't know that it's bad, but it's interesting how they say the official. But it's not like, yes, New York called in and clarified for us. It's like the official ruling on the field. I guess that's just like where we were say. overruled yeah. from our initial call from New York. I mean, get the call right, I guess. I get it, but I think it's interesting. They forget that they all are have earpieces up to a higher power, all of them. Right? <laughs> yeah. 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 And remember way back when or years ago, it was like, we want the game officiated locally. We don't want it from right. afar. Right. That's, They're doing it from afar now. Uh, yeah. Technology eliminated that thought process. In, in theory, <laughs> they're getting more of them correct. Yep. So I guess and, that's good. But. And quicker on, on some of the complete, yes. incomplete, all this stuff, mm -hmm. fumble, not a fumble. They're just saying, yeah. yeah, don't go there. Just move on. Yeah, no right need call. to challenge because we'll just yeah. fix it on the field. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we wrapped up the Ravens talk. Uh, we got to talk about Niners real quick. I know it's pending uh, their opponent, but um, it's interesting during the broadcast, they're hyping up Brock Purdy, doing all his numbers. And like, oh, first, first quarterback to step in and do all this stuff. I think it's... Uh, helpful with a 30 million dollar left tackle or whatever, whatever trent williams is getting paid but yeah because Skylar no, thompson was drafted a little bit before him yeah. and i'll tell you there's two different situations there yeah. so i mean no not to brock purdy but i think yeah. it's it's you'd be remiss to not recognize how many offensive weapons he has healthy and the offensive line and all that stuff so look hats off to brock purdy he's yeah. done a great job jimmy g he's at least on an up arrow jimmy g might come back and be the backup you Maybe not this week. You can't week. give nobody the job except Purdy right now. No, you're right. Regardless, you're healthy. Yeah. Okay. I watched that game a little more than most. How many picks should Purdy have had in the first quarter? Two. Two. <laughs> that, that floated throw the Jennings, too, that just never got there. Even the announcers were like, uh, that was a 17-16. Purdy definitely should have had two picks. Yeah. Like That was literally the first thing they said. I yeah. mean, in the end, great. Four touchdowns, yeah. no picks. Swamped him in the second half. Shut him out. Over like, the, yards. The, yeah. the, the playoff jitters to start for the rookie. I mean, that's the game of football, man. Yeah. The ball's not round. Uh, Purdy... Oh my gosh, great job. Hats off to Kyle Shannon and everyone for picking him and training him up and putting him in there and doing well. And it's a great story. <laughs> I love seeing it. 
Football's hard. You keep saying football's so. hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He's, he, he's not Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mike could face him again. That's who he beat in his first start. So he's the only, oh, rookie, be, only oh, rookie ever. Yeah, only rookie ever beat Tom Brady in his first start or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that'll be interesting. Yeah, I didn't think yeah, of that. Well, yeah. let's see what happens uh, to tonight here. But but yeah, no, that's that's great. I mean, uh, you know me, I'm get off my lawn, old guy. Like the yeah. young guys, it, the game's hard, man. I mean, he's doing well. The game's hard. I mean, if even one of those are picks, and woulda, coulda, shoulda, right. I get it, I, the whole thing. But uh, how does that change? Yeah, the, the whole thing. And and remember, the Seahawks were ahead, and and. They had the 68-yard McCaffrey run, and they were explosive, yet the Seahawks were ahead. And then second half, they got swamped. No points. That was the surprising yeah. part. Yeah. yeah. Shut them out. Final thing, then we'll get to Beast of the Week. Are you surprised by seeing how much they're running Debo out of the backfield? I mean, that's how he got hurt the first time, right? I mean, I think that's part I, of their dynamic a, game It's the playoffs. You're pushing all the chips on the table. What do you say the once, the, once he's in the lineup? coaches they use and how they see fit right yeah. that's, you, you, that's why his contract took a while to figure out in the offseason so i mean maybe one day my so first of all my analogy that i keep saying is probably already outdated because when i say was it from hit, dragnet when you, when you sorry <laughs> when's your review again <laughs> when you give your, anything this when you, you have a little one you don't have anything yeah, yeah. But, when you give your teenager the keys to the car, mm-hmm. like nowadays, there are a lot of times there's no keys anymore. <laughs> the fob or the <laughs> electronic. Yeah. And, and nowadays you can track the car and right. where it is. So it may key, be changing. Yep. But but my old analogy, give the teenager the keys to the car. They can promise to be home from the mall at 10 p.m. But when they actually come home, you, you know, can track them, but there's you can't go get go on and get them. So. Well, I don't know. I guess nowadays yeah. you can turn your electric car off. Oh, right. Well, that's, I mean, that's interesting. <laughs> that's a whole nother. You're right. Yeah. That's a whole nother deal. But yeah. uh, or summons and make the car come home. I don't know. I'm just joking. There you go. But, uh, the <laughs> yes. uh, the uh, no, uh, yeah. Once once they're out there, they're out there. Yep. Game script. You can't control no one's thinking that. about their stuff yeah. yeah and this is the playoffs this is like you take chances you gotta you gotta be effective yes all right beast of the week i got uh mitch morse's wife caitlin morse uh with the, the scrap between josh allen and uh forget who was on the dolphins christian wilkins um they get into a shoving match and she retweeted it saying i wonder if uh mitch would defend my honor the way she de- he defends josh <laughs> Uh, I mean, I do think it's funny that she did that. It's kind of clever, but I hope she's not starting things and then letting her husband come in to finish. <laughs> I mean, I just like the significant number others of the bills because Poyer's uh, wife that said, oh, I told you to wear your elbow brace. That's how you're going to hurt it. Uh, that's true. <laughs> late in the season. So the social they, media of the yeah, wives. Yeah, the game, they, game is they strong. The game unlocked, their game so. is strong. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw it. The Chargers have had strong social media game, and I saw the Jacksonville Jaguars come after them. Yep. <laughs> they do too. They have like a yeah. woke social media Jaguars. They're pretty. They're pretty good over there too. <laughs> Anyways, all right, guys. So that will wrap up our ending Super Wild Card week with divisional round coming up next. Obviously, the Monday night game tonight. We'll have a lot of the previews up. Remember, we got basketball content. We yep. got tennis content. Baseball, Korea. Now the NFL draft's coming up too. We're going to have a whole class of rookies to evaluate and find some red flags. Hopefully not, but there are a couple. Yeah, we're we're year-round in uh, what we're doing here. We're year-round in uh, SportsIndustryCentral, SICScore.com. 
and we'll have the playoff previews and field views up in the newsletters and all the good features. The only thing we won't have is the regular fantasy stuff. You guys will still do some. We'll do a little bit dynasty dynasty and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. We we got plenty to talk about. Absolutely. Kyler Murray next year. We got plenty to talk about. Injuries heading into, that's a key part. Yeah. Interesting. And Mm -hmm. uh, you can start working on your season props. Futures. You guys done well. Yeah, we did good, yeah. Um, All right. Thanks for watching and listening to Pro Football Doc Podcast, Sports Injury Central. Uh, thanks for watching. Uh, subscribe. What do they say? Smash, smash, smash the like the button. Subscribe, yeah, subscribe, subscribe button. Subscribe button. Yeah, yeah. And then um, YouTube stuff. You name it. Uh, thanks for listening and watching, and we'll catch you next week. Bye.